St. John Bosco had a dream of building a church for his oratory school dedicated to Our Lady Help of Christians. He hired builders for this purpose, but was in desperate need for donations to keep his project afloat. The sails of his ship, so to speak, were at the mercy of the winds of divine providence, and he therefore prayed to Our Lady Help of Christians for a miracle. But her assistance proved to be just in the nick of time, which made it all the more inspiring, as we shall see in today's episode of The Miracles and Prophecies of St. John Bosco, a project of America Needs Fatima. I'm your host, Matthew Miller. On December 16, 1866, Don Bosco had to pay church workers 4,000 liras. Father Rua went to town that morning with some lay Salesians looking for donations. After going through the streets of Turin and knocking at many doors, they returned to the oratory at around 11 with only 1,000 liras. They apologized to Don Bosco for their meager results, but the saint told them with great faith, have courage, there's a solution for everything. I'll go out myself after dinner to find the rest. Don Bosco left at one o'clock in the afternoon and arrived near Porto Nuova after wandering about for a long time. He had no wealthy benefactors in that neighborhood and wondered how he had ever gotten there. Suddenly, a uniformed servant approached him. Excuse me, father, are you Don Bosco? Yes, at your service. Thank goodness, he exclaimed. The Lord has surely guided my steps. My master is extremely sick and wants very much to see you. He asked me to look for you to visit him. Of course, right away. Is he far from here? No, father, said the servant, pointing to a grand mansion right up this street. When they arrived, Don Bosco was received by a lady in tears. Oh, Don Bosco, if you only knew how long we've been waiting for you. We sent for you many times, but they always said you were out of town. I very much wanted you to have my husband cured through the intercession of Our Lady Help of Christians. I would have done anything for her new church, but now it's too late. The doctors have told me he is at the end. Was Our Lady present at the consultation? Don Bosco asked. If not, the consultation was flawed because the only doctor who could cure him was absent. What's his illness anyway? He has multiple ailments, but lately he has dropsy. They operated on him repeatedly, but he's terribly swollen again. The doctors won't touch him because he won't survive another operation. Don Bosco said, if you're ready to help Our Lady's cause, I will try to have her cure your husband. Of course. I'll be happy to do whatever I can, said the lady. As the saint was ushered into the patient's room, the elderly gentleman immediately exclaimed, Don Bosco, if you only knew how much I need your prayers, you alone can get me out of this bed. How long have you been sick? Three long years. I suffer atrocious pain and can't move at all. The doctors give me no hope of healing. Would you like to go for a walk? A walk? Poor me, I'll never walk again, except for a ride to the cemetery. If you agree with a promise your wife has made, today you will walk on your own and ride your carriage. If I only could get some relief, I would be glad to help your endeavors. This is the right moment, as I badly need 3,000 liras. Father, get me a little respite from my pain, and I will do it by the end of this month. But I need the money this evening. This evening? 
I don't have that much money at hand. I would have to go to the National Bank to get it. And why don't you? Father, that's impossible. I've been paralyzed for three years. Yes, it is impossible for us, but not for Almighty God. Have courage and let us give glory to God and to Mary, help of Christians. Don Bosco had the whole household, about 30 people, gather in the patient's room and led them in prayer to the Blessed Sacrament and Our Lady Help of Christians. He then blessed the patient, who immediately began perspiring so profusely that his wife cried out, He's dying! Please stay calm, Don Bosco said. He's not dying, but returning to his normal size. He then had people bring some clothes the patient had long abandoned. More emotional than astonished, people wondered what would happen. At that moment, the doctor arrived and, seeing his patient getting dressed, said it was highly imprudent and tried to dissuade him. But the patient said that he was a free man and continued getting ready. Don Bosco held back his valets as they tried to help him. He was hungry, asked for food, and ate with relish. Then, as Don Bosco had ordered, he walked down four flights of stairs unaided and got into his carriage. A while later, he jubilantly returned from the bank with 3,000 liras, which he gave Don Bosco, thanking him profusely. I am entirely cured. Don Bosco, in turn, thanked him and urged him to be grateful to Jesus and the Blessed Sacrament and to Mary, help of Christians, who granted him that extraordinary cure. To the amazement of Father Rua and the superiors, upon arriving at the oratory, Don Bosco paid his creditor in full as he waited outside. Sometime before, a different episode occurred, which confirmed Ecclesiastes chapter 5, showing how God is displeased with people who renege on a promise. An unfaithful and foolish promise displeaseth him, but whatsoever thou hast vowed, pay it. One day, Don Bosco was asked to visit a noble family from Turin he had never met. The Marquis and Marchioness received him with great respect, saying, Sorry to bother you, we know you're busy. The servant of God replied, I am only fulfilling my duty by doing a good deed and rendering glory to God. We have to ask you for a great favor, they continued. We have long been married, but are still childless. In your goodness, please pray and have your boys pray that God may grant us an heir. Don Bosco replied that he would, and they got on their knees, asking him for a blessing. Don Bosco blessed them, and then they continued, As you can see, our house is lonely. It would be a great consolation if Our Lady granted us a son. If she does, we'll make a generous donation to the Church of Mary, Help of Christians. To which Don Bosco replied, I promise you, in the Lord's name, that your request will be heeded. Pray and have faith. I will remember you in my daily Mass. A year later, the Lord made the couple rejoice by blessing them with a baby boy. However, they forgot about their promise. Another year passed, and the child was in perfect health. One day, pressed to pay for church-building materials, Don Bosco remembered the Marquis and went to see him, hoping for a warm welcome. Instead, the Marquis said coldly, "'What are you looking for, Father?' I came to see if you would kindly fulfill a promise you made two years ago. What promise? And who are you? Don Bosco identified himself and explained his need without taking offense. 
I don't remember making any promise, the Marquis said. Sir, the saint replied, bear in mind that you made no promise to me, but to God. You cannot play around with God or his blessed mother. Think hard about what you're doing. He said goodbye to the Marquis courteously and left. A few hours later, the Marchioness ran to tell her husband that their child had suddenly fell very ill, and they immediately called a doctor as the whole household gathered. Fearing an impending punishment from God, the Marquis called his carriage and got to the oratory within minutes. Please forgive me for being rude to you, Don Bosco. I was blind, he exclaimed. Please come immediately as our child is dying. Please come and bless him. Right away, Don Bosco replied sadly. I told you one can't play around with God. Now we'll have to say the Lord gave him and the Lord's taking him away. He immediately boarded the Marquise's carriage and they rushed to his residence. At the mansion's doors, weeping servants gave their master the sad news of his son's death. What now, the Marquis said, he's dead? Don Bosco entered the room where the little corpse lay, and the Marquis saw his heartbroken wife weeping disconsolately. He exclaimed, We fools have killed our son for a little money, and burst into tears. Now God has punished our greed. Well betide us. We've lost the consolation of our lives and old age, and are all lonely again on earth. Please forgive us, Don Bosco. Pray that God may forgive us too. The servant of God consoled them, saying, God is merciful. He still loves you dearly and will forgive you. But to earn his pardon from now on, you must practice your faith more diligently and faithfully and help the poor generously. In so doing, one day you will deserve to join your dear little son in paradise. Be sure he's praying for his beloved parents. Let us live as true Christians and we'll all meet in heaven to enjoy an endless reward. He blessed them and left. This episode in St. John Bosco's life clearly shows his ability to discern the intentions of souls and guide them to do the will of God, no matter how difficult that might be. It should also give us a great confidence in his willingness to help us in our trials and his ability to obtain for us graces for our sanctification. Thank you all so much for watching, and if you'd like to hear about how St. John Bosco raised a young boy from the dead, please click on the video above. Our Lady Hub of Christians, pray for us.